Howdy, folks, and welcome to Footnotes in the Conversation, where we provide a small footnote to a thinker whose name gets thrown around a lot in modern discourse. First, I'll tell you when and where they lived, who they were, and a few important things about their life. Then I'll give some context to their ideas. What are they responding to? What parts of their culture are they interacting with? After that, I'll survey the biggest pieces of their thoughts. What fields of study were they interested in? How do they develop and deliver their ideas? And what are the most important takeaways from their works? Today's subject is Ayn Rand. Alyssa Zinovievna Rosenbaum, later Alice O'Connor, was born in 1905 to Zinovia Zakharovich Rosenbaum and Anna Borisovna in St. Petersburg, Russia. Her family was bourgeois, upper class, as her father was a successful pharmacist. Due to the Bolsheviks and October Revolution, Ayn Rand and her family were forced to flee to Crimea, and they would suffer poverty and starvation during her early life. At 16, Rand was one of the first women enrolled in Petrograd State University. Her first published work was an essay for a trade school, a technicum. This is where she chose the pen name, Ayn Rand. In 1925, Rand was granted a visa to visit relatives in Chicago. She decided to stay in the States and become a screenwriter and headed for Hollywood. There, she met and married the young actor Frank O'Connor. She became a citizen in 1931. In the 40s, she became politically active in working for Republican Wendell Wilkie's presidential campaign. This brought her into contact with figures like Henry Hazlitt, Ludwig von Mises, and Isabel Patterson, all various free-market economist thinkers. She wrote her first bestseller, The Fountainhead, at this time. After this gained her fame, she moved to New York and began work on a new novel, Atlas Shrugged. She held an informal gathering of friends to discuss philosophy. With one such friend, Nathaniel Brandon, she would have a romantic affair with in 1954, with the knowledge of both their spouses. In 1958, Brandon and Rand created the Nathaniel Brandon Institute to promote Rand's ideas through public lectures. The NBI has been described by critics and Brandon himself as a culture of intellectual conformity and reverence for Rand, that students would dress like her characters and buy furniture like hers. Other students reported this an exaggeration. In the 60s and 70s, Rand primarily did nonfiction writing and gave lectures around the U.S. In 64, Brandon began an affair with a young actress, which he and his wife tried to hide from Rand. When she found out, she closed the MBI and published an article berating Brandon for his dishonesty. She died March 6, 1982, due to heart failure, and had a six-foot floral arrangement in the shape of a dollar sign at her funeral. Rand is best known for two concepts, objectivism and her politics. Objectivism is, quote, the concept of man as a heroic being, with his own happiness as the moral purpose of his life, with productive achievement as his noblest activity, and reason as his only absolute, end quote. In Rand's ethics, she argues for ethical egoism, that is, rational self-interest. The individual should exist only for himself, not sacrificing himself to others or sacrificing others to himself. In the first half, sacrificing himself to others, she disavows any kind of altruism. Altruism is the idea that it can be beneficial, even virtuous or moral, to sacrifice yourself for someone else. She condemns ethical altruism as incompatible with the requirements of human life and happiness. In the second half, sacrificing others to himself, she condemns communism and a communal identity for man. Because she saw communism as a thinly veiled method for people to sacrifice others for their own gain. Rand's political philosophy emphasized individual rights, especially property rights, above all else, and she considered laissez-faire capitalism the only moral system because it was the only one in her view to protect those rights. She opposed collectivism and statism and any type of communalism, which also includes religion uh, and welfare. She was very critical of almost every philosopher that came before her 
except for Aristotle and Thomas Aquinas, and other classical liberals. Rand remarked that in the history of philosophy, she could recommend three A's, Aristotle, Aquinas, and Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand's writings have heavily influenced the American public. The Library of Congress found that the second most influential book on the American public was Atlas Shrugged, and her books have had millions of copies sold throughout the states. However, the critical reception has been very, very mixed. Some critics describe Rand as a writer of great power who wrote brilliantly, beautifully, and bitterly. Others say that her work was written out of hate, Although Rand rejected the labels conservative and libertarian, Rand has had a heavy influence on right-wing politics and libertarianism, despite disagreeing with those movements on a couple issues, such as religion. Regardless, you've just been given a footnote on one of the most influential women of the 20th century, Ayn Rand. Thanks for listening. Take care.